If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Science hunts Amazon Gilman in the most astounding expedition of our time. As man continues his conquest of the unknown, daring underwater adventurers challenge the world's most treacherous waters to find the only living link with the beginning of time. Creature from the Black Lagoon, rising from the monstrous depths to astound and terrorize the world. No! Feel the frightening fury of a man-beast, aroused to strange emotions by its first sight of a woman. See underwater thrills never filmed before, amazing underwater battles never dreamed of before. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Hey everybody, it's Terrible Terror here, and uh, I'm just doing this, it's a little more for myself, maybe this is a little selfish, um, I don't know, but I, I want to talk to everybody out there, and this is going to probably come as kind of a little bit of a surprise as being like some random bonus episode that's coming out of here, um, and I'm doing this kind of guerrilla style, um, I'm very actually happy that Spreaker makes this little nice app that you can record everything uh, directly to, you know, and upload later, you can just do it from your phone, uh, and they've got little buttons and stuff like that, but that's beyond, <laughs> I'm not doing this as an ad for Spreaker or anything like that, um, but I really just want to kind of talk about someone, uh, and it does relate to, you know, my love of horror, and it's such a, it's kind of like a difficult time, and I'm sorry if I start blubbering or if I start doing anything weird, like I said, this is really going to be like, streamlining <laughs> pardon me there's like no no editing i'm just recording this releasing this because this is just the best way i think for me to help myself um deal with this um but uh i want to go back um and uh well i guess first i should just say whatever it is see again this is i'm sorry if they're stumbling and stuff like that but um so i i lost somebody very dear to me um, and I know everybody loses people and, um, especially when it's family members and especially at my age, you know, even with talking to other people, this is kind of the time in my life where, you know, people that I've known my entire life start going away and, uh, you know, and it happens to be family. I mean, we, we all know people that pass and, you know, maybe it doesn't hit you as much when, you know, somebody that you barely knew or, you know, um, like say like a distant relative or something, but somebody that's been in your life and has meant so much to you. And I'm not trying to belittle all those other things, please don't get me wrong. But, um, you know, for me, it's, um, it's a lot of what I like and what I do, you know, um, it really comes down to, uh, it's still so hard to like, even think about these things without wanting to like, just fucking start wailing on a recording that I'm sending out to people. Um, but, uh, my grandfather did pass and I know for a lot of people, you know, like, why would you tell us whatever? Because this man, he was the man that gave me my love of horror and, you know, 
and it's weird because it all kind of started, you know, just from, actually, we have to go back a little further than just from, that. I mean, we, we always, as a kid, my sister and I would always spend time over at my grandmother and my grandfather's house, and, you know, my grandmother was in love with Elvis, and she would always show Elvis movies, like, I've seen every Elvis movie three or four times, and it fucking drives me nuts, because I'm... I used to not be the biggest fan of Elvis at all, and now I respect the music, but the movies are still shit. So, but that was the thing. It was like, if it was Grandma controlling the TV, oh shit, it's going to be fucking Elvis. Or it's going to be Days of Our Lives, or it's going to be The Price is Right. Hey, Price is Right is perfectly fine. I have no problem uh, watching that over and over and over again. But I remember when we used to be there, when my parents had like their date nights, they wanted to go to a movie or... You know, they went to Reno or Lake Tahoe or wherever the fuck they went. And they just wanted to dump us with the grandparents. Um, you know, especially on the weekend nights, that would be the nights that we would we would watch all these crazy things. My grandma would always be mad at my grandfather. Because, oh, you're going to scare them. You're going to do whatever, you know. But it never really scared me, you know. not Not these types of horror. These were always, these are classics, you know, but we have to, like I said, we have to step back just a little bit, even from that, I'm getting ahead of myself here, and around when, you know, I was about five, I remember when my grandfather would always sit with me, and he would always read me comic books, and we would sit there, and we would go through old Flash Gordons, we would go through, I loved Disney comics when I was a kid, DuckTales, and, you know, as I got older, there was like the Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers, but old Mickey Mouse. And I still have a ton of these. I have Prince Valiant comics uh, here that he's given me over the years um, that I it, I just have that connection to them. And not because I truly love them, but because I truly love him. And it's it was just one of those things. I remember we were sitting down and we were going through a Flash Gordon comic. Um And he just, like, he finally just stopped. And he was like, I was like, Grandpa, why'd you stop? And he's like, well, because, you know, he had found out that I was struggling a little bit with learning how to read or I just wasn't choosing to do it. And he's like, you know what? I'm getting too old. And at this point, uh, he must have been uh, in his late, or not his late, but his early 50s. Uh, you know, he's like, oh, I'm getting too old, I can't read so well anymore, you're going to have to read them to me. But Grandpa, I don't know how to read. Oh, no, no, you're going to figure it out. You know, next time I come here, you know, and come to hang out with you, I'll bring the comics, and but you have to read them to me. And, or at least try. And it gave me such determination because I felt like, you know, he thought that I could do that. And I just remember being like, okay, well, I have to sit down and, and grabbing my sister and telling her, you have to help me do this. And she was just like, why? She's like, because I have to read my grandpa comics. You know, I have to do this for him because he needs my help. And it's just, it's one of those like crazy things that, you know, it, it kind of started me on the path and, you know, he never bought me any of the crazy comics, you know, even though I kind of like the stuff like, you know, Tales from the Crypt comics were always really fun. Um, or if you go into, you know, 
like I, Prince Valiant actually, it's not as bad as I thought it was, but, um, like I said, I was more of like the Disney kid when I was growing up with those things, um, but the, and there wasn't really a lot of interest in the horror comic stuff, but getting like back and I'm, I'm sorry if I'm jumping around a lot, but this is really stream of thought for me. Um, but, uh, I remember that though on those, those nights, especially when, like I said, when it was the weekend nights, cause we, when we were really young, you know, we always were at my grandmother's house. Um, my grandmother would pick us up from school, uh, and take us back and then we'd spend time there. And then my dad would come and pick us up because my dad was one that got off earlier and, uh, my mom got off a little later than him. Uh, and so she'd always meet us back home. Um, you know, I don't remember so much when I was, you know, four, three, especially, you know, barely a blip. I remember a couple of things when I was four. I, I can't say that. I don't remember everything, but the, the one things that I do remember, I do try like cherish a lot were those nights where, like I said, especially at the weekend, because if we were there on the nights, then that means that grandpa got control of the TV and we would just watch all these classic shows. Um, Tales from the Dark Side was one that I remember watching a lot with them and my grandma being a little upset that, you know, we we shouldn't necessarily be watching it, but I loved watching those. And if you've never seen Tales from the Dark Side, and I'm not talking about the stupid movie that was created, because that, that's a podcast waiting to happen right there. Uh, but if you like anthology movies, it's not terrible. Uh, but, you know, it was kind of like a weird, I, not all total horror twist, but a lot of them, it was like Tales from the Dark Side for horror fans, right? That's, that's kind of the way I viewed it. Um, and they always had some type of morality type thing, and my grandpa loved that goddamn show, and... Um, he, my sister and I would sit there and watch it, but I always remember that he would introduce us to always to classic films and classic horror is really where, you know, I kind of got my start and where I found out, you know, like how much I love the genre. And I, even as a kid, I couldn't handle some of the other stuff. Like I remember watching aliens as a young kid and my cousins at the time, they were, you know, quite a bit younger than me, and they're just fucking enjoying the shit out of it, and I was scared, and, like, couldn't look at the damn screen, and when all the things were popping out, to the point that I was like, oh, it's it's too much for me, and and I probably was maybe, maybe like 10, maybe 11, couldn't take it, but, man, like, my grandma, as I've said before, she was so afraid of Bela Lugosi in his eyes, but... My grandpa, I wanted to be as strong as him, and I knew that he could watch it, I could watch it, and just sitting there and watching these films with him, and just absolutely loving being there, you know, either on the couch or on the floor, not being bored, being so enthralled with what was going on, um... And he was a huge Karloff, Lugosi, Lon Chaney Jr. You know, we've watched all the stupid Abbott and Costello meat movies. Uh, that not, wasn't necessarily just because my grandpa, because my dad loved Abbott and Costello as well. And, and, you know, I do too, to an extent. But I sometimes think those movies are really, really silly. Uh, but just sitting there. And, and the movie I remember the most, and it's probably why it's my favorite classic monster movie, was Creature from the Black Lagoon. And 
I just know the first time that I saw it with my grandfather, it just seemed so magical. Like, here's this monster in the ocean, or, or you know, in the lagoon. <laughs> it's not a fucking ocean, right? <laughs> it's lagoon. And he just wants to be left alone. And then he wants the girl, of course, because, hey, wouldn't you want that hot piece of ass if you were a creature that... uh somehow found a human life and you haven't gotten any for a long time <laughs> you'd want it too and these guys are just constantly fucking with him like they didn't have to do anything to the poor creature and i just remember being so like i don't want to say creeped out but like it, i think creeped out is totally the wrong word i think i being so like enamored with the costume and the swimming scenes and being so excited that he showed this to me and like, and then, you know, just trying to digest more, you know, sitting there even, like, watching Frankenstein with him. It was just the coolest experience ever. He was just the coolest grandfather ever. And that's how, you know, little me got warped into fucking watching horror all the time. Um, even though I couldn't take it, I, even as a teen, you know couldn't take the the horror horror but I wanted to watch it so bad until you know I got much older and then I could you know my late teens I should say I could finally sit through most of those films and I wanted to digest every fucking horror film that there was and you know he just he, he was such a an influential person not just in my life but, you know, and that of my cousins, and that of my sister, and that of my mom, and that of my uncle, my dad, my aunt, um, you know, my dad's family, um, the people that he, you know, he helped through, uh, you know, his church. I'm not a very religious guy uh, at all, um, but he was. Um, and he lived that life, and he lived the, you know, I wouldn't say like the pious life, but he knew that there's people out there that needs help, and I'm going to be the one to do it. Yet, at the same time, he'd always tell me that there's some movie that I've got to see, and I know that, you know, uh, he also did this to uh, my cousin's husband, you also know him as Patrick, um, where he'd tell him, the the movie and then he would show up later with a burned copy uh, of the movie and it was like what are you doing grandpa <laughs> don't you believe in thou shalt not steal yet you're you're coming over and you're bringing me a burned copy of whatever the fuck this is it's out in the theater oh here i see the guy with his his head's popping out and that grandpa you know you're not supposed to be doing this um so you know he was sailing the high seas uh, long before we sailed the high seas. Um, but he, you know, he was just so, he he just wanted to talk about everything. And, and if it was classic, I mean, anything classic. It, the same with my love of Godzilla. You know, he was right there showing me those Godzilla because he knew I loved them. And so he would show them. Show me King Kong. And he showed me that stupid goddamn King Kong versus Godzilla movie. 
King Kong has no fucking right to win that fucking fight. Godzilla would fucking burn him up every day. But uh, that's for another time and another topic. Uh, but it it's just like... The, it's just the fact that so many people... So many people knew this man. And they they knew how how good of a person he was and how goddamn stubborn of a person he was and how goddamn funny of a person he was and i remember he always used to tell me as a kid you know it's not how you you know you look on the outside it's how you feel on the outside and that's grandpa jones that's <laughs> what he called himself you know old grandpa jones but up up until you know i'd say about last year he still had that attitude. He still had the live your life, you know, and be right. And just, he felt like he still was kidding his goddamn comics. And I, I know this is probably a lot of me rambling on and, you know, who wants to listen to a poor guy talk about these things. But, you know, he did mean a lot to me in my life. And he started me down the path, and I don't think that I could be doing this without his influence in some way, shape, or form. And so I just, you know, I wanted to just talk. And, you know, if you guys listen to this, I appreciate it. Um, And I'm not going to promote this. I'm not going to do the other things. It's mostly just to get it out there. So if you did take the time... And you're a subscriber and you listen to this. I appreciate it. And um, I just... I want to leave you guys with one last thing. Again, it's not often or really ever if I play music on this podcast. And um, uh, For him, uh, I'm going to play, you know... uh, It's called Attack from the Creature from the Black Lagoon. So, this is just in my own special way of, you know, hopefully he he can hear me say something for one last time. And, uh, yeah. So, thank you guys for listening. And I promise that other episodes will be much funnier than this one. So, again, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. And uh, I leave you with this. He was a strange one. A relic from an age long forgotten. Some music he liked. Some upset him terribly. He loved parties and party music. He was so dull. After all, what ideas can the creature from the Black Lagoon have? He only wants to feast on the grapes of wrath.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.